his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. The Chris and Amy Show, sponsored by Summer at SLU. Find your kids' best summer yet at St. Louis University. Tower two. <laughs> You're right, tower two of the show. Michael says it is ice ice. Isn't this ice ice, baby? Well, no, well, it, this is queen. Oh, yeah. Um, Or not queen. Is it queen? Yeah, it's queen. Pressure. Yeah, yeah, it's under pressure. But they this is this was sampled. Yeah, they, for uh, Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, Vanilla Ice sampled this one. <laughs> I saw uh, Jim Carrey. They were playing some clips of him on Twitter the other day, where he was uh, he and Vanilla Ice were on In Living Color. Yes, and they did the skit White White Baby. It was uh, so funny. That show was fun. That that was a good show. Was that, that on Saturday nights against? Saturday I don't Night? remember when it was on. Yeah. No, it wasn't against SNL. But, uh. Was it? Uh. Wasn't it on like at 10 o'clock on Saturday nights? Are you thinking of Mad TV? Because I don't feel like Living in Living Color was. I thought it was... Well, like uh, Thursday yeah, nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe you're right. I don't, I don't remember now. You remember Twitter when I you'd, you'd write stuff on Twitter and people could see it? Oh, hey, speaking of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about the Bulls <laughs> yeah, thing. Right. Were they... <laughs> Where they, I'll tell you this happened. So uh, the Bulls, I just mentioned the story. They had the Ring of Honor thing. Um, they booed Jerry Krause, who was the old general Classes. manager. His wife was there. Yeah. She, he's passed away. The wife was there, and she cried. They made her cry, the Bulls fans. Right. Jerks. So um, I tweeted on Saturday, I think it was, because it happened Friday night. I tweeted... I got my I got my account locked. It's the first it's the first time that I've ever been locked out of my account on Twitter for yeah. writing something that what I should. What did you have. What did you say? Well, because I, I it made me mad. I was like, "Come on, you jerks!" Yeah, leave what, people the, guy, alone. the the man the man's dead. Right. He's not responsible for breaking up the team. Eighty year old woman sitting there. Yeah, just old lady, <laughs> and she's just crying because they're booing her husband. Right, and then they show her on the video screen, and she's crying and. <laughs> Ron Harper's trying to console <laughs> her. Out, it just, yeah. I mean, it was awful, awful, awful. And so I wrote on Twitter that um, if you were one of these people who booed uh, <laughs> Jerry Krause, right. put on your heaviest coat and go walk into the lake. I don't think that's bad. Well, it's an expression. Re- somebody reported it yeah. as uh, encouraging self-harm. Oh, so on. I got my account locked for twelve hours. Ah, that stinks. Yeah. Hey, I tell but you, I'm what, back, baby, and I, it's I'm not going to stop. Well, I you're still awful. A, if you're that person, yeah. If you're if you're one of those people who booed her, you're you coming. can go right to hell. 
Well, I, you know, and I'm, I, I almost went on Twitter. You know, I quit tweeting on uh, election night 2020 when Donald Trump won. Okay. I thought, you or, know what? Wait, 2020? Uh, or 2016? When did he quit? No, uh, 2016, when, when, when he won. That's okay. when I quit. And um, I just was like, look, I don't want to be a part of this negative energy. And I was trying to come up with all these piffy, rude things. But yesterday I almost took to Twitter because I am fed up with these holidays where we half honor them. Like Martin Luther King Day should be like Memorial Day. We are either all off or we are all on. I, dude, I agree with you. I am so sick of these companies. Now, I, obviously, the banks and, and the market and the, the government's closed. So then businesses should close. Let's just close everything. It shouldn't be, you know. A I holiday guess, is a holiday. Uh, right. Either it is or it isn't. Either we're all going to be off or we're all not going to be off. Let's start treating holidays, President's Day, Veterans Day. You know, let's make a universal decision. We're either going to be off or we're going to be on. But these half holidays where half the people are working, because I was getting a call from my pharmacy yesterday to f- fix something. I was even watching a football game, and I was like, I didn't think you guys would be working today. She goes, well, it's Martin Luther King Day. It's one of those weird holidays where, you know, we're working. And I, I just, come on, let's make a decision. If I'm president, king of the world, we're going to have real holidays, no more half-ass holidays. Uh, you would be a dictator. Yeah, totally. Wouldn't you? If well, if I were elected emperor, uh-huh. I would. We would absolutely have. That would be a, ho- a holiday. Holiday. Right. If it's designated a holiday, we're not working today. Right. I, generally, I think Americans do too much work. Mm-hmm. You know, I think our society is is. Um, it's driven by how hard are you working, work, 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 work. You're defined right? by your that's, job in the society we live. Right. And I'm not sure that's a good thing. No. I mean, I I get it. And I get it. You know, there's progress and innovation and whatever. Yeah. I'm not sure we're happier. No. I don't think we're, we're happier. I think if you were in an environment where you did get more breaks, because a lot of look, we don't work very hard. Look at this job. This job is not a... This is not a difficult thing to do. Well, this, this is not the tarring roof in a summer. I mean, just sitting around giving your opinions not the real yeah. world, though, Ronj. Come on. This is, there are people out there the swinging real. a hammer right now. That's what I'm talking about. There are people out <laughs> working in this. In this cold in weather. six degrees. Right. Yeah. With a wind chill below zero. There are people who've been working all weekend. There are postal workers. Totally. You know, delivery people. Yeah. People working on highways. It's, it's astounding how difficult it is. And I agree with you. If we had... Just a handful more of those days a year. I think we'd generally be happier if it wasn't such a big deal to take off work. Right. If it wasn't such a big deal to say, hey, I'm going to take a day today. And in some cases, you can do that. Some people have jobs where they've got that kind of flexibility. But most people don't. Most people, if they take off, their boss is going to be mad, take it out on them. Or they don't get paid at all because it's gig work. Right. You know, we, sh- we should have more of those days. Yes. I think we'd all generally be happier if we did. I think that's right. The French, you know, but who wants to be like the French? But the French seem generally happy. They they take a whole month off. We could do that too, couldn't we? Uh, Isn't it Spain that does that? Well, okay. All of them together. They're all there together. Yeah, I agree with you. The whole month of July, we just take it off. Yeah. What's the, why not? Hello. Amy essentially does it right now. (laughs) When was the last time she was at work? This is her third vacation this year. Buddy, this love stuff has been good for her uh, travel, uh, hasn't it? You, she falls in love, and now she's just like Rand McNally. She goes everywhere. <laughs> Rand McNally. <laughs> There's a reference that no longer exists. I wonder if they you can used even to make buy. maps. 
I wonder if you can even buy a Rand McNally that map anymore. Oh, I'm sure you could. Really? Yeah. It's kind of like your phone. I mean, isn't that what the map system is these days? Well, yeah, you don't really need it anymore unless uh, what happens to or what's been happening to Tesla owners. What? Because it's cold, their cars aren't charging in Chicago. Uh, you did see the story. I've had a oh. couple of people who have texted this in. Have you seen the frozen Teslas in Chicago that they can't get a charge or the battery is dying because it's so cold? If that happens to your phone, then you have no map. Huh. So then you need, so you need uh, a, the a old physical paper map. map. It, it's probably good to have a physical map did, and know how to read one in case everything goes south. Did you ever go on a trip when you were a kid and your parents went to AAA and got what was called a triptych? Triptych? A trip, <laughs> triptych? What? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? No. Yeah, so, they, they still have those. Do they still do yeah, it? Yeah, AAA still offers them. So you go to AAA, Chris, and and what they would do is they essentially create this like pamphlet for you that was maybe like two inches wide by eight inches tall. And it would essentially be the highways you were going to take, and they would denote where there was construction, and you would just flip through it and say you were driving to Orlando, you would just drive with your trip tick. Trip tick? Trip, tick, trip, whatever okay, it is. You guys know trip, what I mean. Tick. But uh, I remember doing that. I wonder if there's still somebody. You you say you say there's still somebody out there. Uh, you can AAA still. Yeah, yeah, I think AAA still offers that service. How about that? Yeah, it's called Triptick. T R I P T I K. Yeah, Triptick. Um, and they still do have it. I'm a AAA member. You are. I am too. You can why buy. Are you, why do you remember? Why? In case your car doesn't start, right? It, and it came in handy for me two winters ago. Really? Yeah, I was driving up. On 55, uh-huh. and my tire went nice. at about seven o'clock at night, uh-huh. and the wind w- and the snow was coming. It was yeah. Uh, anyway, you can change so, a tire though, can't you? Well, I didn't. I didn't have uh, the jack in the car. Yeah, you were just one jack. So they they less, showed up like yeah. three hours later, and they they took care of it. Yeah. Um, anyway, you can buy a Rand McNally Road Atlas still physical Ooh. copy. Well, see that wouldn't that be a good little talking 20, point? Show that to a kid and see what they say. Twenty eight dollars. Uh huh. It's not a bad deal. No, it isn't. Yeah, it's not bad. But I did not know that the cars were freezing and were unable to charge. You would think that would be something they'd have to test. Well, first of all, I don't trust Teslas. You don't trust them? I don't trust of, Tesla. Simply because of Elon Musk? That, that's a lot to do. I don't believe really? it. I think his leadership is. Ugh. I, I hey, think it he's created a pretty cool product. Well, there are better products, there are better electric vehicles than that one, well, than those. Yeah. But, but I mean, he um, was the I, first. I don't try, he, the, it starts at the top, man. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think they're reliable. And I'm sure there are people listening say, "I love my Tesla. Great. Glad you like it." I don't. Uh, I don't trust well, him or his company. You've driven us. But, go ahead. But I want to make this point about electric vehicles because I think some of the text messages coming in dunking on this. Okay. That, ah, see, electric vehicles right, are right. stupid. You think gas-powered vehicles don't have trouble in winter? Right. Yeah. I've had cars that don't start because the battery died or whatever. That's happened multiple times to me. Let me tell you, if you've ever driven an electric car uh, and you've driven a gas car, you're going to say to yourself, why do we even do the gas anymore? The, it is so uncivilized. The only reason yeah. right now I wouldn't want one is because I do take um, I, I take longer trips in my car relatively frequently. Yeah. And I don't trust running out of juice and having a place to to get to get juiced up. Yeah, well, they've got to have more places that you can get juiced. But uh, I 
I have found, you know, people, uh, I have an electric car. People will say to me, well, how many miles are you? 300. Well, I guess that's okay. My gas car gets about 400. But, you know, everybody's always got a million questions. It's one of those things that you just got to jump into the pool and start swimming. And when you do it, you start to realize it's no different than owning a gas car. Yeah, I have to think about it occasionally. Like, oh, I need to go get gas or electric going on right now. But I I haven't had that, uh, whatever they call that, the... um, the scared nature that comes to uh, the the gauge, you know, uh, running to anxiety close to empty and there's yeah, no uh, charging station. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. How many? Uh, I know I've seen them, but I'm not on the lookout for them, so I don't really pay that close attention. Um, are there enough places in yeah. St. Louis? So there's tons of chargers. Uh, there's three levels of chargers. There's the chargers like you would have at your house, which is just essentially just a regular outlet that's coming from, uh, you know, your house. There's a second level, which is a little step up from that, that you would see it like a schnooks or at the hospital. And then the third level is the supercharger. The supercharger can fill the car up in about 15, 20 minutes. And there's about oh, a dozen of them around St. Louis. But as it relates to the next levels, the ones that are just a step up from what you have plugged in, you know, uh, to plugging into your wall, they're everywhere. They're yeah. at every grocery store, every CVS. You don't notice it because you don't have an electric car, but suddenly you'll start to realize, oh, my gosh, these things are everywhere. Yeah, but, but also, I, I guess for me... Um I would not like the idea of having to stop for 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, it's it's not ideal. Uh, ideally, it would be, oh, it takes five minutes and, right. and you're on your way. Uh, but I've just made it a part of my uh, uh, routine. Like, if, you know, if, uh, if I'm going to go to Jefferson City, hey, I'm going to hit the supercharger and do a call for 15 minutes and... And it zaps it up. And it's. I guess my gas prices are about half of what they... Uh, my energy cost is about half of what I was paying for gas. Oh, so it's considerable savings, and well, ultimately we're going to go to that. It, it yeah. might take a while, but ultimately right. we're going to be there full time. Yeah, it's considerable savings, yeah. and more importantly, I got to tell you, man, once you do it, you're going to be like, "Holy cow, these things run quicker. They go faster. They don't have the issues that you have with gas. There's no liquids. You don't have to change the oil. The only thing you have to do is rotate the tires. It's pretty unbelievable." That's Michael Kelly, electric vehicle owner. I'm Chris Ranji, driving around in a Toyota. You're listening to KMOX. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. 
So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Emmys were last night, Michael Kelly. Um, there have been like five award shows in the last week. Nobody you had the Golden knows. Globes. You had the Critics' Choice. You right. have this. Confused by all of them. Elton John won the EGOT. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's you, the Emmy, the Grammy, the Oscar. Tony, and the Oscar. Right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So he, uh, a prolific entertainer uh-huh. throughout his entire career, and uh, he wins an EGOT. He is the 19th person to win that honor. That's Did you watch cool. much of the uh, Emmys last night? I didn't night? watch any of it. I watched football. I would normally watch the Emmys. I, I, I'm surprised they went up against football. Um, but uh, I did see the list this morning of all the winners in Succession, which is my absolute favorite so program. Great. Yeah, so it's great. the greatest I, TV I, I show. I will say this. I Since The Sopranos. The shows that I like all did very well, except for one of them, which means I have fantastic taste. Well, clearly. Um, uh, who didn't do well? Like Better you, Call Saul. Better Call Saul. Never it, seen it. I know that I'll take heat for this, but I like it better than Breaking Bad. Whoa. It is a spinoff of Breaking Bad. I actually think it's better than Breaking Bad. Huh. I think the writing is better, even though it's the same people. Um, the, the Is that Bob Odenkirk? Bob Odenkirk, yeah. yeah. It's, He's a good actor. Here's why. I went into it with very low expectations. Uh-huh. Not sure that Saul Goodman could carry an entire show, but he's honestly the most compelling character of of all of them now. Of everybody on Breaking Bad, of everybody on Better Call Saul and a lot of crossover right. obviously. But I think he's the most compelling character. Interesting. And, and Bob Odenkirk is great. He is but a good they actor. Are, the show is get this. They have been nominated for 53 Emmys. Wow. You know how many they've won? No. Zero. Really? Zero. Interesting. That's wild. It is the so it's the biggest um it's the most shutouts without now. the win. Yeah. Yes. In in history of all the, Emmys. The other big winner was a show called The Bear, which I've heard people talk about. It's Love on it. F You see it. Yes. You've seen it. Is it a comedy? It's like a drama comedy. Dramedy, okay. whatever. A dramedy? Yeah. And it's on FX. It's good. What's it about? It's about a guy who's a uh, young guy, Michelin star chef. He comes back from, I think, New York or whatever, and takes over his brother's Italian beef stand. Oh. His brother's passed away, left the beef stand to him in Chicago. Um, you ever had Italian beef? You, yeah. You'll get it. And um, they based it off that. Interesting. It's an, actually, it, it's, it's a real – I used to live a couple blocks from the place. Really? Mr. Beef. It's, and, it's named after this place, Mr. Beef, and uh, they he, built a set where they film most of the show that looks exactly like the inside of this place. Is FX one of those uh, networks you have to pay for, or you just download it? No, and FX watch is it? on. Well, Hulu has FX it programming. Does. Hulu does. Yeah, but hmm. you can watch FX when it's on. And I'm not sure. I think their first season was strictly Hulu. Okay. I think you um you have uh, Hulu because yep. you you probably have ESPN Plus right yep. and it comes with Hulu that's why I have it yeah I'll have to check it out hey you're right though Succession the man. best show on TV best so good. Sopranos I 
I need to watch Sopranos. What? I, uh, yeah, I was in college when it started. Card. Hand I, it I, over. I, I, Hand I started, it over. Uh, and then I stopped. Yeah. Because I didn't have HBO anymore. Because mm. I was in college. Cheapskate. I know. Michael Kelly, Chris Ranji, Matt Pauly will be with us. We've got a Cardinals winter warm-up wrap-up. We're going to do it with him when we come back on KMOX. Probably uh, from April to June, until June, I was uh, kind of anxious. And then uh, I found myself uh, kind of lost in there because I was trying to put focus in like almost everywhere. Yeah. But then I, I simplified things. I, I understood that the assignment that I signed for, and, and I and I take full responsibility for it. That is Cardinals catcher Wilson Contreras from winter warm-up yesterday. It happened at Ballpark Village and Bush Stadium. This Cardinals report brought to you by Renner Garage Door, R-E-N-N-E-R, forward and back, family-owned and top-rated RennerDoorSTL.com, RennerDoorSTL.com. Talked to Wilson Contreras yesterday, talked to Oliver Marmol. Uh, My gosh, we had... We had everybody on. I think we the three hours Tom Ackerman and I were on yesterday from 10 to 1, we had a guest pretty much every single segment with the exception of one or two. And we talked to a lot of people. Lance Lynn stopped by, Stephen Matz. Uh, any of those interviews you want to hear are on the Odyssey app. Just go find the uh, Chris and Amy show folder and um, you can listen. Right now, we go to the Quiver River Electric guest line. Our sports fella Matt Pauly is with us. Hello, Matthew. Hello. A successful winter warm-up is in the books. Yeah, what one of my favorite weekends. Yeah, I, I do Cardinals Caravan as well, so I was on that the last two days, and then I did winter warm-up on Saturday. But uh, I was paying attention to what we were doing with winter warm-up all three days, and it was uh, it, it's so great that we're able to get uh, all those folks on over a three-day period, and to see so many Cardinals fans in St. Louis, and then over the you know the six different states that the Cardinals Caravan covers. This is just I can't tell you how much I love this weekend. It's uh, it is one of my favorite weekends of the year. So the Cardinals are coming off a season in which they won 71 games. This is not something any of us are really used to. It's happened in the past, but it has been a long time since they've had a season that lousy. The people that you met, the Cardinals fans that you met on the caravan, those that you talked to um, at the winter warm-up at, at Bush and Ballpark Village, did you... Did you get the feeling that they were on edge about what might be coming, or or how did you take it? Yeah, I, I didn't, actually. And this is actually one of my favorite things about the weekend because when I'm hosted a postgame show, uh, the people who call up are generally negative. And when I'm living my life on social media, there's a lot of negativity and you know toxicity on, 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 on social media. So you get stuck in this place of kind of forgetting who – the vast majority of Cardinals fans are. And then you have these events like the warm-up and the caravan, and you see the people that are coming out on a zero-degree day to, to meet Cardinals players or to listen to people talk about the Cardinals and everything like that. And, look, it's not all, you know, 
sunshine and rainbows and everything. I get that there's there's certainly expectations that have been placed upon the organization, but I think people have looked at it and seen that they've made some nice moves here in the off season. Uh, would people like them to do a little bit more? Is there a little uneasiness that uh, the roster hasn't been added to a little bit more? I, I think that's a fair thing, but for the most part, I think there's a lot of excitement about what can happen this upcoming season, uh, largely because of the players that have been brought in, most notably Sonny Gray. Anybody that you saw that uh, was extra juiced about the fact that they're now a St. Louis Cardinal and this team has some potential? So I was out on a caravan with Thomas Sejaci, and he came over, and he probably won't. He'll probably get to the big leagues at some point this year, but he's also he's probably not going to break camp with the team. Uh, he was he spent most of last season at Double A. He was the Texas League batting champion and MVP. He came over in the Jordan Montgomery trade last year, and I got to tell you, like he was so amazed by the amount of Cardinals fans that even knew who he was. He talked about walking around winter warm-up, and here's somebody who's never been in the big leagues, and people were recognizing him and coming up to him. And then for us to go you know, stop after stop after stop on the caravan and to have these rooms filled up with people that want to hear him talk and get his autograph, I think he was just blown away as somebody who had spent his entire life in the Rangers organization until the 1st of August last year. And to see that firsthand, I think it really made an impact. That's got to be kind of cool. Uh, have n- never have made it to the big leagues, and everybody knows who you are. Where'd you go, Matt Polly, on this caravan? What 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 uh, great big towns did you go to? I went to uh, our first day was uh, Mattoon, Illinois, and Springfield, Illinois, and then yesterday we hit uh, Decatur and uh, Centralia. Met a lot of folks who talked about uh, hearing me on this very show. A lot of KMOX listeners, uh, a lot of people listen to the Chris and Amy podcast, damn the right they podcast, do. And, and things like that. Uh, well beyond uh, Saint, and of course KMOX has quite the signal. We get to uh, many of these places as is, uh, but yeah, it was fun. You know, a lot of times when people come up to me, obviously I'm there, Cardinals related so people will talk about um you know hearing me on pre and post and they'll mention the games that i did at the end of last season but there are a fair amount of people that come up in fact i had one individual say that uh, you guys not not you michael because you're not this is more a chris and amy thing uh but i, I was informed that uh, you guys should be a little bit nicer to <laughs> I, well i can i can testify to that that we should be nicer to you nicer to me oh come on He's a tough Tell guy. Him. He'll beat you up if you're, well, you're not nice to him. But I think what they're, they're trying to say, that we are mean and hurting his feelings, that's that's not true. This man is— I, I, Look, I, I was very defensive of you guys. I said we're all friends. We're very good friends, and it's Listen. all in fun. So if it ever comes across on the air that there's any bit of mean-spiritedness there, that is not but the way it is actually uh, actually is. But there there are people out there who are very defensive of me, and well, I appreciate I'm, them. I'm, I'm glad that's that they are— It's not just my mom. Look, I, I'm glad that it's, it's nice for you that they are on your side, but do they know about your mean streak? Do they know that— I mean, that every time you go out in public, you are one step away from just beating the crap out of somebody at Walmart? Do they know that? I, I, they've heard the stories here, but obviously yeah. they see they see my side of all these stories. I'm always uh, I'm always very righteous in what I do. Are you are you are telling you me that Polly is like uh, oh. uh, the movie Fallen Down with uh, Michael Douglas? Oh, Michael like Douglas he's just oh, he's on the brink around with of an complete Uzi. dismantling <laughs> oh, yeah. at any moment. Is that Do what it's not, like? No, but if, yes. if I walk into Burger King at 1101 and oh, I want no. breakfast, darn it, give me breakfast. <laughs> Bro, this guy. This guy. Like, it is. Whew. You got to be careful around Matt Pauly. 
I haven't experienced it because, you know, on Monday nights we do the Hancock and Kelly late night show and we usually spend some time with Matt Bali. Guy couldn't be sweeter. Uh, it just seems like a nice, very uh, tame, calm fella. And you're you're saying he's this hostile uh, Stone Cold Steed of Austin. Got to be careful, come man. Busting out. You have to be careful. Yeah. If you're a customer service rep of any kind, Oof. if you work in the service industry, you're just, I mean, it, it's it's so easy to set him off. Really? So you got to be careful. Is it that pushing yeah. the numbers, press two That's for right. English, plus three for, yeah. Just any of it. Yeah. it doesn't it's, everything it's bother not true. Me. Although I have learned on those, like when I get frustrated on those, if you start dropping bad words, they automatically just send you to a real person. <laughs> You're not doing much to discredit what uh, Ron just saying here, Polly. <laughs> oh, but I do appreciate the people in Matt Toon going to the, going to the mat for you. That's great. And yeah. Centralia, they they love you. Went to a wedding. Once we don't in t- listen on this on this station. I don't think we are nearly good enough to the people of Illinois. Oh, I agree with you. Well, half the population's over They're there. Living over there, yeah, and they got all so, the money. I love Illinois. Yeah. Let's go, uh, Granite City and Mattoon and Centralia and Springfield and Alton, mm-hmm. Edwards, Belleville, Edwardsville. Yeah, I'll tell you one of the coolest things that happened, speaking of all those cities. So uh, Gary Gaetti lives in uh, in Centralia. Cent- he lives got, there now? Y- I know yeah, he's, he's from got a ba- there. No, he's living there now. He opened wow. up a baseball academy there. So okay. he, Gary Gaetti can coach you baseball if you want to go to his academy in Centralia. And he's got some other folks there with major league ties. It's really – it's incredible. And it's this huge facility. Uh, uh, look it up. I mean, he's got – cages they can you know drop nets and partition it into different things i mean we're talking uh, a, a big time he was saying if his facility was in texas because he had previously lived in texas they'd be pushing people away they wouldn't be able to even you know they, they'd have more people wanting in there than they would have time for so he's got this incredible wow. incredible baseball academy there so he joined us for our final stop and i the 96 cardinals are my all-time favorite cardinals team i was i was 14 years old that's the year that I fell in love with baseball. Everything else that has happened in my career since then, if you want to trace it back to its origin story, it all goes back to the 96 Cardinals. That is the year, that's the team where I fell in love with baseball. Ron so Gantz, Brian a, Jordan, that yeah, outfield just, was great. Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. Stottlemyre, Osborne, the Bennis brothers, Pagnazzi behind the plate. You had the, the Roy Zazi thing at shortstop going on. I'll say at second, Mabry at first. Like just, I love that team. So, um, he because he's a local legend there. He actually uh, like generally there'd be a local radio guy or somebody who would open up the program and introduce me. He did it. I'm being introduced by Gary Gaetti, a guy who played for my all-time favorite version of the Cardinals, and it's just this really weird, surreal moment when I come onto the stage being introduced by Gary Gaetti. It was nice. so cool. nice. Yeah. Did you tell your parents? Uh, I have not spoken to my parents quite yet, although they generally listen to these hits, so they just heard okay. the story. So they're, you can say they're, hi to my mom and dad if you like Bill. And hi, mom and dad. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I don't know. I don't think you raised him to be as mean as he is. <laughs> hey, uh, texter, right here. I didn't. This was from a few minutes ago before we started talking about it. Matt, a texter asks if you had any fights at this year's caravan. None. That it is was that was wonderful. unprompted. Wonderful people, uh, all, all was good. It was it was perfect. Just I'm telling you from an 812 area code. Where's that? I think it's closer to Kansas City, isn't it? So oh, never heard of it. last year, the reason this got brought up was because last year we were in Paducah, <laughs> and we do the autograph lines right. Yeah. And there, it's for kids. It's for kids 15 and under. 
and there's this guy who comes in, and he he's like 40, and he wants in the autograph line, and we're like telling him, like, it's all these 15-year-old kids and younger, like, you got six-year-olds standing in line getting autographs, and we got this 40-year-old dude, like, yelling about not being allowed to get in the autograph line <laughs> and we've got this cardinal staff that are there which is it, it ended up being a, a lot of kind of you know probably uh, you know 20 year old young ladies and, and i didn't think that they you know he was really going at them in a, in a very aggressive kind of manner and i couldn't just stand there well, and allow not. this to happen so i stepped in and kind of Took the brunt of it and said, Amen. "Wow, come on, guy, what what are you doing here? Are this you a, is, uh, this is not? Would you not say good. you're a good a uh, good Samaritan or are you a vigilante? Which one are you? Hmm, good Samaritan, good you Samaritan. Samaritan. Grab him wow. by the throat. Yeah, so Damn, I wasn't yeah, looking. Yeah, he for, probably but did. <laughs> I think you guys would have done the exact same thing if you see some jerk just giving it to people and they're totally in the wrong and you've been your friends with these people you've been on a caravan with them you would also step in in some manner Man. absolutely no i don't know yeah. did, did you do that robin williams grab him by the throat from <laughs> goodwill hunting and say i will end you chief did you say that it's no it's always for me it's always like what are we doing here huh. Come on, like take a step back and look at what you're doing there's a there's a seven-year-old getting an autograph from jason mott and you want to cut in line come on man right if you disrespect lars newtbar again i will end you <laughs> uh. hey gary gaietti by the way speaking of autographs and gary gaietti he is the as a fan at a ballpark in a in a setting like that, he is the last person I have ever asked for an autograph. Is that right? Mm. Yeah, I had my hat on. It was at a it was at Bush. I had my hat on. I held it out, and he signed the inside bill. Yeah. So, yeah. Last person I ever got an autograph from. Yeah, I don't do the autograph stuff. That's right. You you ask people for autographs, Matt? Sure he does. Nah, I'm not big. Uh, so the, the one autograph I have, my dad got it for me. I've got a Sports Illustrated with Stan Musial on the cover, and he signed it to me. And that is the autograph that I own that I love and take a lot of pride in. Outside of that, I'm not a big autograph guy. If, if I'm going to meet somebody that I get a kick out of, I, I'd just rather take a photo with them. I've never really... I've never understood the autograph thing. Now I'll say this, you know, while, while I'm standing up there, you know, every once in a while, somebody, you know, there's a piece of paper with all the guys signing it, and somebody will occasionally hand it to me and ask for me to sign it too. Like I get the biggest kick out of that because who am I? I should not be signing autographs. I agree. So from that perspective of it, it's always kind of cool when I get asked for that. Uh, but in terms of my own autograph collection, I'm just not a. That's uh, that's not the type of sports memorabilia that I'm into. What do you think we could get for a Matt Pauly autograph around here, Ronj? Is that $25 you think we can get? Going the well, other direction. It was for charity. I have yeah. to pay people. We yeah. could all give away an autograph, you know, sell one if it's going to charity. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Well, Matt, glad that everything went well. We have uh, Sports Open Line tonight. Who's on the show? Shortened show. We're going to go just till uh, 645 leading into SLU basketball. Oh, SLU basketball. That's Yep, it's going to be uh, very much a recap today of uh, kind of the big storylines that came out of uh, Winter Warm-Up Weekend. Matt Pauley, as always. I'm going to pick a fight. We, uh, we appreciate it. He's going to pick a fight after the show. I, I appreciate you guys. You're the man. Thank you. Peace Goodbye. and love, Matt Pauley. Peace and love. Uh, always. 100% yeah, yeah, of the no time. no kidding. Yeah, take a <laughs> breath, would you, buddy? Yeah, fight somebody and...
Paducah. Oh, we're told from a texter that 812 is Evansville. Indiana. Evansville, Indiana. I know. So it makes sense this issue that Matt is talking about is uh, mentioning Paducah, Kentucky, because I think it's pretty close. Don't you just love saying the word Paducah? Sure. Yeah. I think it's a nice place. Yeah. Never been there? You been there? No. Okay. Flew over it. I think we've all flown over it. (laughs) Michael Kelly, Chris Ranji on KMOX. St. Louis Post-Dispatch put out a story. Ian Frobe, you know, our... our, um, yeah, the food, food critic. The food critic of the best places to find sandwiches in St. Louis. I don't see Paschetti's on here anywhere. Where? What? It's not? No. Huh. Is That's, Joe... And that Paschetti's won fair and square. And who can blame them? Our uh, tournament. They should be in there. Our sandwich madness tournament from last year. Yeah. You ever um, been, is Joya's on there? Joya's is on here. So then it is a legit um, Joya's is, is just fantastic. You had that hot salami. Oh, well, uh, yeah, so since I was a kid, you yeah. know, we, we were having it. Um couple places I had not really heard of, but want to uh, to try out. This place called uh, Ball Yard. Never heard of it. Meat and Provisions. Meat, Meat and Provisions. Meat, th- Meat and Three. Is that what it is? Meat no, three. that's Grace. Uh, oh, Grace, Meat, Grace and three. Meat and Three. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's on here, too. Anyway. There's some great places to get some sandwiches. You know, there's one in our neighborhood, too. That Pickles Deli. You ever go there? I have. It's good. I Yes, I have. What is it about deli bread that just seems to be like fresher and softer than what you can get anywhere else? So I, where did I see this? I don't remember. But they said if you want to make a a sandwich that feels like you got it at a deli, that you really need to get the butcher paper. Not the, the um, you know, the paper they wrap right. sandwiches in. Uh-huh. It's not butcher paper, but it's, yeah. what, you know what I'm talking about? It's got about? a little wax to it and it's brown paper. Yeah. That if you do it after you make the sandwich and you roll it up and then you eat it from there that it will feel more like a deli sandwich huh. and therefore will taste better. Lunchtime. Let's go have lunch. All right, let's do that. Michael Kelly, Chris Ranji, final hour of the show next. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.